The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall, welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of four and by you, the people. Live on the radio nationwide, streaming live throughout the world on the World Wide Web. Check it out, LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash stream. And we stream live when we broadcast live Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. In this hour, just you, just me, your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. Pick up the phone and join us, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number to call. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall, all the other social media sites. Go to our website, LeslieMarshallShow.com, to see Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and my HuffPost blog, my TV appearances almost every day on Fox News Channel or Fox Business Channel. And speaking of yesterday... When I was on America's Newsroom on Fox News Channel, the topic that was given to me was about women coming out of the woodwork, not necessarily supporting Hillary, although you would get that from what they've said, but talking about the amount of sexism that is out there and specifically with regard to Hillary Rodham Clinton. Women serving in the Senate say that Hillary Clinton is being subjected to an unfair, sexist double standard on the campaign trail. Criticism of her tone of voice have become prominent in recent weeks, stirring strong feelings among Senate Democratic women who say they too have had to battle the stereotype of the shrill female. According to Senator Barbara Milkowski, a Democrat from Maryland, the dean of the Senate women, she said, quote, she's often judged by a double standard. She said, many of we women feel that there's a double standard. What's being said about Hillary is what women have heard for centuries. You're too loud. You're too aggressive. You're too pushy. Why do you want the vote? Now, Senate Democratic women have raised their concerns about the public treatment of Hillary Clinton, but they've done so in private. But now, these private conversations that they've had with their colleagues, they're watching as lawmakers on uh, her primary battle with Senator Bernie Sanders, the independent from Vermont. Now, Mulkowski said, there are many Senate men that feel the same way. It's an unequal opportunity for frustration. When are we going to start talking about these ideas? Female lawmakers were particularly galled by recent statements by Washington Post columnist Bob Woodward. Here is Bob Woodward and Joe Scarborough talking about Hillary Clinton and attacking her style and delivery because according to Bob Woodward, she shouts. And this was on MSNBC, folks. 
Libya was a worse mess when Gaddafi was running no, the place, and Gaddafi was wasn't. about to commit genocide on his people. Okay. I'm with Hillary. Let's go to Bob and then I mean, some of these past policies have not been great. I think a lot of it with Hillary Clinton has to do with style and delivery, oddly enough. She shouts. There is something unrelaxed about the way she is communicating, and I think that just jumps off the television Bob, it's interesting you said that because last night I was watching her and I said to myself, has nobody told her that the microphone here. works? And that, because she always keeps it up here. Right. A, the genius of Reagan was, Koki, Reagan kept it down low. If he, well, he knew is, how these are rallies, though, and it's hard I, to do that at a rally. No. It, her, but her, also her message is fighting for us. And, you know, when she's loud and feisty, it's trying to support this narrative that she She's fighting for us. I think to the point about her sort of delivery and presentation, another piece of this is trust. Um, and the fact that, you know, she's changed positions on the things that you mentioned. Thank you. I think is why I'm writing this young down right lawyers don't, the, it, the, the delivery is a piece of it, that the changing positions, it all is a package of, I don't know that I believe what she's saying. Say what you will about Bernie Sanders, he believes what he's saying. Listen, on the issues in Iowa, she won on every issue. So it wasn't that people were disagreeing with her on the issues. The, the issues that they were polled about, the only one that he won on was uh, income inequality. And uh, her problem, here's her problem, who do you think is honest? Ten percent she gets. Okay, now what makes me angry as a woman, you have two women there who didn't pounce on either of these men, and one's a conservative, Joe Scarborough, for their remarks. She shouts. Now, I don't know about you, but in the last last debate, Bernie Sanders shouted so much that he had a red beat face. You can Google it. As a matter of fact, he looked like he was a different race than Hillary Clinton. And I am pro-Hillary, but I do like Senator Sanders. Why is it that a woman, if she shouts, is shrill and desperate, but if a man shouts, he's passionate and aggressive? And if a woman's aggressive, well, she's a biatch. Why is that? Well, they're not alone. They are not alone, these lawmakers, who were galled by Bob Woodward, saying she shouts, talking about unrelaxed about the way she is communicating. Was Bernie Sanders red in the face, screaming, relaxed? Or is that okay because he's like the old Jewish guy with the sloppy hairdo? Or is it just, folks, that we have a subconscious sexism and there's a different bar that is raised for women than for men? Now, the comment prompted the show's host, Joe Scarborough, to interject, as you just heard. I was watching her and I said to myself, has nobody told her how the microphone works? Have they looked at their own Chris Matthews? The conversation provoked a backlash, mainly from liberal media outlets, which MSNBC we thought was one. But so far, neither Woodward nor Scarborough have apologized or even said anything about it. Now, hats off to Mikulski. She's the first woman to ever chair the Senate Appropriations Committee. She wasn't amused. She said, quote, I think Woodward ought to stick to judging foreign policy than the tone and tenor of women's voices. His analysis is really dated. The New York Times reported that Hillary Clinton received additional media training after he aired his critique. And I don't think she needs additional media training. I think she's done very well in the debates. 
I think she does very well among people that support her. And quite frankly, although she, you know, people like she didn't do very well in New Hampshire, she had almost 40% of the vote. It's not like she had three. Look at some of the low percentages of the Republicans, shall we? Scarborough tweeted after that interview and called Woodward, calling Woodward sexist, quote, for analyzing a woman's speaking ability is itself sexist. But nobody's doing that with the men. Oh, sure, somebody has said something about Christie's weight or Trump's hair. But the scrutiny that women go through, whether it's their voice, their weight, or hell, even their husband's liaisons or legislation. Do you know in South Carolina, the African-American youth that are supporting Bernie, when asked why, do you know what they said? They were unhappy with a piece of legislation that Bill Clinton signed into law in 1994 that they felt did not help African-Americans. What the hell does Hillary have to do with that? I have never seen anybody linked to their spouse as if they themselves are an appendage, as I have Hillary with Bill. Now, quote, I think women go through a magnifying glass that men do not. Look at GOP presidential frontrunner Donald Trump. Talk about braggadocio, talk about romance, talk about shouting, talk about demeaning, talk about insulting. It's all there, said Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat from California. She was first elected to the Senate in 1992. And then before then, she served as a uh, mayor in San Francisco from 78 to 88 for 10 years. She said she felt it dramatically when she was first elected. She said, I would not go into anything without being doubly prepared because the press pressed the question always. You stand on your own two feet and you have to. Feinstein said that Clinton sometimes comes across as defensive on the campaign trail. But she said that's because she's fighting an uphill battle and trying to become the first woman elected president. She said that's some of what I think is coming through. It's her battle armor that's on. And then Senator Tammy Baldwin, a Democrat from Wisconsin, said each and every one of us has experienced that issue. Female senators say it's ridiculous that Hillary gets maligned for shouting while Sanders gets a pass. When asked about the perception that she shouts... Senator Gene Shaheen, a Democrat from New Hampshire, quipped, unlike Bernie Sanders, who's so relaxed. He shouts the whole time, give me a break, she said. And Shaheen said there was a double standard after the Iowa caucuses when the media focused on reporting that many younger women had supported Sanders over Clinton. She said the whole story has been, ask these young women why they didn't support Hillary. Well, ask the older men why they didn't support Bernie. Give me a break. The fundamental premise of that question is sexist. She said if there was as much scrutiny of Sanders' record and what he says as there's been about Hillary and her record, we would see a different view of the race. Now, by the way, even some Republican women see a double standard, though they argue it applies to women across the political spectrum. And I agree. I agree. Um, Quote, I think women just generally get greater criticism of their appearance and their style, their speaking style. That's what Senator Lisa Murkowski, Alaska Uh, who is a Republican chairwoman of the Senate Energy Committee, said, I don't disagree with Senator Mikulski that it is a reality we face. It's something that women who are public figures encounter. Now, in the past, Hillary was regularly scrutinized for her hairstyles, fashion choices. And those topics haven't come up as frequently this election cycle, but they still surface. Matt Drudge, who's the conservative media magnate, in November started a Twitter debate on the question of whether she wears a wig around the same time Trump mocked her, quote, massive hairdo, and not just left. Sarah Palin's been ridiculed. Carly Fiorina, based on sex or something related to their gender alone that is not attacked. Even Carly Fiorina 
attacked Hillary Clinton's marriage. She didn't attack Donald's, and he's on his third. Uh, Quote, Hillary has such good ideas, they don't seem to be able to criticize her ideas, so instead they criticize her. She doesn't part her hair right, it's too far to the right, oh my God, there she goes using hairspray again. That's Senator Mikulski. Now, in recent weeks, the focus has been more on her tone than her clothing, especially among conservative commentators. Peggy Noonan, who I like and respect, uh, complained that her voice becomes loud, flat, and harassing to the ear when she emphasizes applause lines. She said, quote, she lately reminds me of the landlady yelling up the stairs that your kids have left their bikes in the hall again. And I think the fact that Peggy Noonan, a woman, said that, and that young woman may not support her, and that women sometimes are supporting Bernie Moore, is sexist as well. And here's why. In 1992, when Bill Clinton was running for president against George W. Bush, excuse me, George H. Bush, and I was in Houston, Texas, sitting outside a place where people go to vote, one of the you know voting stations, I asked people, and there were women, more than one, that said, my husband does that for me. I don't vote. My husband does that for the family. There are polls that show women, even Democratic women, and, and some women don't think a woman should ever be a president or chief of police, governor, certainly not the head of a church or pope or anything like that. There is a sexism. There is a subconscious thing here. Folks, when Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton are standing next to each other, you can't deny there's a woman and a man. It is a fight to a degree of women against man, isn't it? Pick up the phone and join me. Is Hillary being subjected to sexism much in the same way President Obama was subjected to racism in the 2008 campaign? Does being a woman help her or hurt her? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Is it sexism when pundits want to blame her for actions or legislation of her husband Bill Clinton? And would the same be done if any of the men running had wives that were former politicians that held office? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Is there a way to truly rid an individual of prejudices such as sexism and racism? Or are these values deeply embedded in a person when they're young? Should the main focus be on future generations? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543. Women serving in the Senate say Hillary is being subjected to an unfair sexist double standard on the campaign trail. Do you think this is why they're truly upset? Or is it because... Um, or is it because Clinton's honesty has been a question this campaign? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And if you took all of Hillary Clinton's ideology and put it in a male candidate, be honest, how would you feel about that individual? Does sex play a role in who you vote for? Her husband and she nearly agree on everything, and he polls higher. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. We're going to take a break. Come back to you and your calls. I have more questions. You can also tweet. Follow me on Twitter. The number 8886-LESLIE. Back to you after this. The Leslie Marshall Show. Truth and common sense fused together for you. Call her now at 8886-LESLIE. Want a free broadcast of Leslie? It's as easy as going to www.lesliemarshallshow.com. Talking about sexism, Bob Woodward talked about Hillary's voice. She's getting picked apart, and female legislators, left and right, are coming out to say it's unfair. 
but Hillary is the victim of sexism. As to a lot of questions, I want to hear from you at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Keep in mind when I'm talking with somebody and I finish with their call, a line opens up and it's your cue to call through. The number 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Is Hillary Clinton being subjected to sexism much in the same way President Obama was to racism in 2008? Does it help or hurt her being a woman? And is is it sexist when people want to blame her for the actions or legislation of her husband, Bill Clinton? Is there a way to rid an individual of sexist ideas? Let's go to the calls, 8886-LESLIE. We started off on line two with Risha in New Mexico. Hi, Risha. Good afternoon. Hello, Hello, Risha. Hi. Hi there. Um, I totally agree that, yes, it's sexism. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. She's smart as a whip. She's smarter than all the Republicans that I watch all the time lately. Um, she outdoes Bernie Sanders completely when it comes to foreign affairs, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody's afraid of her. All the, all the men are afraid of her, to be honest with you. And uh, that's why they put her down left and right. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Democrats and even some of my friends and even Marky Mark, who's off today, who pretends that he's undecided, but very pro-Bernie, in my opinion. Um, Basically, um, there are people out there that say, look, I was worried Hillary, Bernie couldn't win in general election, but look what he's done in Iowa and New Hampshire. And now when we see one poll showing him neck and neck with Hillary uh, in New Mexico, um, you know, if Republicans were so afraid Bernie could win, then how come Republicans dog Hillary more than Senator Sanders people do? And, and I say that because I agree with you. It's she they fear can win. Um, does it come down to, in a sense, subconsciously, do you think, Risha, when people look at her and Bernie, and especially if she's on the nominee, nominee as a Democrat and the Republicans, there'll be people who look at it as a race between a man and a woman? Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I'm living with a woman now. She's 87 years old. And I Hold that thought, Risha. Really... Hold that thought. I oh, want okay. you to be able to All tell right. us we've got to take a break. Don't go away. Back to Risha. Back to you. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6-LESLIE. We'll be right back to your calls. Is Hillary Clinton the victim of sexism? And does being a woman matter in this race? Is it actually hurting her, her gender? We'll be back. 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Leslie's friend on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash Leslie Marshall and join her fan page. And we're back. We're talking about sexism and if Hillary Clinton is the victim of it. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join us and let's go to the calls. We were talking in New Mexico on line two with Risha. Uh, Risha, thank you for uh, holding. Welcome back. You were telling us about an elderly woman or an older woman who lives with you. Yes. And, you know, where I live in New Mexico, I live in Santa Fe, uh, there's no doubt that the, pe- the men, especially around here, feel far superior to the women. And she was all for, you know, being excited about a woman. She agreed with me that women would be more able to keep peace because it's just the way we are. And, but, when it came to the final 
decision, you know, in her in her mind, she had decided that she felt like it had to be a man. And I said, are you kidding me? Why? We've had this conversation so many times. Oh, well, but you know, when it comes between a man and a woman, you have to go with a man. See there? And in this part of the country where I live, there's no doubt in my mind that men do feel superior. Um, even my parents, my mother didn't work for many, many years, and it took a lot for her to be able to do that. And so it's just still... So, so is it fair to say, is it fair to say that America's more comfortable with a Jewish socialist than a man on the left, I mean, than a woman on the left? In other words, is America more sexist than it is racist or anti-Semitic or, you know, or prejudice uh, uh, based on age? Absolutely. It takes a particular type of man to really respect a woman. And there's not that many, you know? Yeah, my brother, who's an open-minded liberal engineer surfer dude, has sent me more nasty jokes about Hillary. And I'm like, you realize not only is she my candidate, but these are so sexist and that I'm a staunch feminist, liberal progressive Democrat, you know? Um, And uh, it's almost, yeah, it's uh, it's almost like a whole other uh, can of worms. Risha, anything else? No, just, you know, I just want to say this, that she has, you know, as far as like Bernie and, you know, giving everything away for free, it just can't happen overnight. And she just can't seem to convey the message that it can get there, but it has to start from where President Obama has let or is is leaving off. And no matter what she says or how she says it, he seems to win with his opinion, even though it's wrong. The, the, The numbers have been proven it can't be done. But because it's a woman, they won't listen. All right. Thank you, Risha. I appreciate, appreciate You're the call. Welcome. Call us again. When we finish with a call, we just finished talking with Risha, a line's available. And I say that because a lot of people will call me, email me, tweet me and say, Leslie, I love your show, but I can never get in. Get in now. Whenever you hear me hang up, that's a, a, a signal, a cue that, hey, line's available. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to line four with Sam in Cleveland. And if you hear me take the calls out of order, we take the calls in the order in which they come in. We have a rotating phone board. Uh, let's go to Sam in Cleveland, Ohio. Sam, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. What's your take on this? Well, I can tell you from my observations that, yeah, there is definitely some sexism. Some of it is very blatant. Um, I, You know, I'm looking at these Facebook pages and, and the, the memes that come up, and some of them are ridiculously offensive and they're from bernie supporters and some are from i i suspect tea partiers that are disguising themselves as bernie supporters in fact i I followed a couple of these posts back to their pages of origin and they've been you know filled with nra stuff and everything else um you know so it's hard to tell where exactly it's coming from it's always been definitely you know from the from the right wing but some of this is coming from the extreme left as well, because uh, I've seen some vicious, vicious attacks on it. Well, and, um, and not only that, I mean, some of the attacks on Hillary. I mean, we had a woman call our show the other day, and she was trying to attack her about a comment she made about being a grandmother, trying to infer that she was saying Bernie Sanders wasn't because he had adopted grandchildren, and we could not connect the dots on that. And I just sat here and went, meow. I mean, you know, I have to tell you that honestly, when I heard they say, say when I heard Bob Woodward and then Joe Scarborough chime in about her voice, I was having a flashback. And let me tell you why. Years ago, and you know who you are listening, 
There was a station in Los Angeles, a very big number one station. When I first moved here, they invited me to work for them on the weekend because they had nothing else available. I was doing some acting at the time, and I was actually thinking of walking away from talk radio for a time. My husband finished all his education, got a job, and I thought, let him support me for a change. But I missed it, and within 90 days, I was back on the air. And this guy, I would push and push and push for the full-time gig, and there wasn't one, but if one were to come up, and he told me that there was, quote, something about my voice that, that bothered him. He thought I was a very great talk show host, an excellent storyteller, incredible monologue. I could make the phone ring. I could get the ratings. Now, understand, this was not out of school. This was after having been syndicated before and working in major markets like Chicago, New York, San Francisco, Miami, D.C., Houston. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and, and he said that. He, he, he said that. And I will joke with him. Sometimes, because he'll send me an email going, hey, congrats on the new affiliate. I'm like, yeah, I guess my voice isn't a problem for them. I won't let it go. But I say that because there are times my own crew, not my, my, my crew today, Marky Mark has said, and others have said, you know, when you're angry, you sound shrill. And, and I don't know if it's because a woman has a higher register. I have a low, low voice for a woman, but... The, in radio, it has been that way. They won't. They normally wouldn't put two women back to back. They think men and women can't tell us apart. Uh, they, you know, I've been told by a boss before. You know, when you're passionate, your voice gets a bit shrill. And I'm thinking, WT blankety blank. What about the guy? So this is something. There is something about a voice, a woman being perceived as being shrill when she's passionate, or angry when she's actually passionate. And I feel for Mrs. Clinton on this regard because I've been the victim of it throughout my career as well. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of Hillary Clinton, and uh, you know, I agree with you. I think that, uh, that the Republicans scare her and they attack her at every chance they get. I work with a lot of people that are that are you know right wing leaning, and uh, they can't stand her. And they, in fact, one guy told me. Uh, you know, I said, you know what? I've been defending Hillary. I mean, you know, I've been defending Hillary and telling people they're crazy to go for Sanders because you'll never win Ohio. Uh, and he says, don't tell him that. He says, <laughs> he says, I want Sanders to win because he's a Republican. Uh, so and now, exactly, you know, I agree with you. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason Republicans want Bernie Sanders to win, and I love Senator Sanders. However, Hillary Clinton has more experience with foreign policy as Secretary of State. And as Secretary of State and a former senator and former first lady, she has more respect in the House and the Senate on both sides of the aisle and will be able to get more done, in my opinion. And she is more to the right of Bernie, which which really, you know, I know ticks off some liberals. But the reality is that in Washington, that far left agenda is not going to get anything accomplished with Republicans in the House and the Senate even You're if Democrats right. are a majority in the Senate, and that that is a uh, that is a uh, reality. And when push comes to shove, you put a, an a, an older Jewish socialist up against Trump or Cruz, and I don't care if national polls show oh he'd win. It's by what three to four percentage points, which is considered a tie when you have a three percent margin of error. Uh, I'm telling Democrats, listen to me. If Donald Trump is our president, I will blame you. Not you, my <laughs> caller. Not you, not you, Sam. But I will blame my fellow Democrat. I really will. All right. Well, go Hillary. All right, Sam. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. When we finish with the call, your cue to call through. Line 5 in Massachusetts is Manny next. Manny, good afternoon. 
is they Hillary does Hillary anyone. suffer for being a female? Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I feel for her. I'm, I'm an independent. I'm a brain uh, supporter. I feel so bad for Hillary because she has two barriers. She's a Clinton and she's a woman. And in politics, you're a Clinton. You get treated a lot different than any other politician gets, gets treated. I agree and with you, but why? Uh, because when, when a politician is liked by uh, so many people, uh, they see it as a threat. And the Clintons have been liked by a lot of people, and they see that as a threat. They don't see it as as uh, somebody they can wipe the floor with. They can't wipe the floor with Hillary. We saw her at the Benghazi hearing. There is no gift with that woman. She, she's she's tough as nails. You know. Well, well, and, now let me let me ask and, you, Manny. You just heard me say. You said you're a Bernie supporter and you're an independent. Um, what is it about Senator Sanders that you like over her? And be honest. Uh, oh, okay. And and let's not even take. A man running, a woman running, does the gender come into your mind, do you think, just a little bit? Be honest with me, because you're a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. Her gender comes into my mind most definitely. Um, does it come into your mind, the gender, or not at all? Well, I'm a Bernie su- uh, supporter because I've been a supporter of his for years. I, I, I know his positions. I don't need to hear him talk to know what he thinks. I already know what he thinks. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think... I'd rather see Hillary in the White House, even though I'm a Bernie supporter, because I have a daughter, and I would love my daughter to see a woman. Okay, but do you hear yourself? You sound like some of my friends who I want to slap, Manny, okay? <laughs> if you want to see her in the White House, then you got to vote for her. Yeah, but you know what? I think it's going to be great once we get President Clinton and VP uh, Sanders. She's never going to ask gonna him to be her VP. She's, she's going to ask a man that's perhaps no even more moderate. No, she's that. she's never going to ask a, a Bernie Sanders to be her VP, and he would not ask her. Well, I think it would be wonderful if that happened, because they, how could you beat that? He has the young vote, and, and she has the establishment vote. Well, because he would be number one on the ticket, and there would be people that might be not aligned with the party. I mean, Democrats are going to vote for who's ever on the Democratic you know, platform. But independents such as yourself or people that are undecided, they may not. I, I still think she's going to win because, you know, she she is a true Democrat. Well, she's got to get the nomination and first. Bernie's and, not. I mean, Bernie's doing pretty well out there. All right, Manny, thank you. for Anything else, dear? No, that's it. Have a good day, honey. Okay, you too, Manny. Always good hearing from you uh, in my home state of Massachusetts. Uh, let's go next to, uh, let's go to, uh, where are my notes here? Nancy? And great, we're having some computer issues. I swear to God, between the electric and the computer, it's not us. It's all around these big companies I won't mention the name of in case they are current, former, or future advertisers. Uh, let's go to Nancy in Great Falls, Montana, online too. Hey, Nancy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for joining in the conversation. What's your take on Hillary and sexism, her gender? Well, I understand the argument, and I think it's really easy to say, oh, you know, they were discussing her voice. They wouldn't do it to a man. But that's not really true. I mean, I can tell you that Ted Cruz, the way he gets kind of sermon-esque in his his manner, I just can't stand it. Um, And I'm a Republican. I won't even try to deny that for you. So... Um, the, there's a, you know, that's, I think, fair. As far as Hillary, she's really strong. She's been playing this political game for many, many years. I don't think 
if something like this is going to bother her, I think she would have fell out of this game a really long time ago. But as a woman yourself, Nancy, what do you think when you hear things like people like Bob Woodward, who's a respected journalist, especially on foreign policy issues, attacking the tone, timbre, and and volume of her voice? Um, Could it be that maybe her tone and stuff was loud, maybe is a little shrill, maybe a little honesty would help her. Was Bernie loud in the last debate? Just in fairness, Sarah Palin has a a truly annoying voice, and she gets really shrill. Next to Hillary, she sounds, um, you know, high-pitched dog noise level. But but again, was Bernie Sanders loud in yelling in the last debate? I've got plenty of video and audio of it. Oh well, I, I can't really say I didn't watch. Okay, you're, you're 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 being on. But the fact but, that we're the fact that we're mentioning women's level and volume of voices and not men's. But it is a distraction. I don't I don't know. That why is it a distraction when Hillary yells, but not when Bernie yells? Is what I'm asking. And maybe it is because it's a higher pitch. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I work in environment. I honestly, as a Republican, now I don't know about politicians. Hillary's very powerful. I think she's very wealthy. She's been doing this a long time. Certainly, maybe other Republican politicians would fear a Hillary Clinton for lots of reasons, and some of them quite legitimate. As a voter, an average American, the truth is, is I just want the person who I think honestly loves this country enough to give a, a hoot about what's really going on down here. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? So I'm not and, and who, do you, who do you support? Honestly, I, I like Trump. Oh. I don't know how you can say and, somebody who wants to ban people based on religion can love his nation. But I think that's an extreme exaggeration. I think Trump says things in a one plus one equals two kind of way because he's a businessman. What do business people do every day? We solve problems. Okay, so, so let me he, ask you. Let me ask you something. Speaking of sexism, before you, before you change the subject, no, no, I'm not going to change the subject. I'm staying on Trump no, but as, mean, because the subject is sexism. And so what I no, want to ask you is, to make a comment okay. about your last caller uh, two calls ago. You mentioned putting uh, resumes, politicians' resumes, Hillary's resume next to, gosh, anybody's would would probably suffer in comparison. So going back to the last two elections, especially the first one when um, Barack got, um, Obama got elected the first time, you know, in all fairness to Hillary, she was by far the more qualified candidate. I agree. She, I, was, I, I, I voted and for I, her, but I supported Obama when he became the nominee. Well, of course, and you would, and just like I'll, I'll support whatever. Right, whichever, whichever Republican, but, including Cruz, right? In, including Cruz, although right. I, I really don't feel quite the same about him as I do. Right, Trump. but because, because we, I, but Nancy, because, because we have to take a break, and you're a woman supporting Trump, my question to you is: with regard to women and the way they're treated or sexism, does it bother you the way Trump has treated women or things he said about women, even in your own party, like Carly Fiorina? Um. Gosh, in all fairness, I'm a woman who works in a male-dominated industry, and if I can't take a few blows, then I don't belong there. And I think Carly Fiorini is very strong. I don't think she gets distracted by that stuff. I don't think Hillary will get distracted by this. These are strong, powerful, driven women. They know what they want. They know there's always going to be the voices out there that try to trip them up. The last thing a woman wants to be is um, given special treatment when she's trying to compete in the world of men. I think in the in the long run, it does more damage to a woman to cry woman when she's trying to break into a field that's 
strongly dominated by... Well, I don't disagree with you there that we don't want to use it too much, but it's not like we can hide it. Nancy, thank you for the call. Look forward to hearing from you again, even though we differ politically. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back. If you're holding, hang on. Now, remember, when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. Pick up the phone and join us. More of your calls right after this. The Leslie Marshall Show. Much ado about something. The truth. Give her a call at 888-6LESLIE. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. And we're back. Let's get back to those calls. And uh, we go on line five to Susie in Texas. Susie, good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. Leslie, um, I'm glad you brought this subject up. Uh, I've been thinking about this, too. This came into my mind. I don't like the way Hillary is portrayed on Saturday Night Live. I don't like this comedian that portrays her. She does. I just don't like it compared to how they do portray Bernie on Saturday Night Live. Interesting. All right. Did you feel that way about Sarah Palin? Um, well, Tina Fey's excellent. She's, she's uh, <laughs> right on. You know what I mean? You're justifying it, though, right? No, but she doesn't. But she doesn't. Tina Fey does a great Sarah Palin because the the way because Tina Fey takes stuff that Sarah Palin says, but this actress. Um, the comedian that play, portrays Hillary, I see her as playing a cold, heartless Hillary, and that's not what Hillary's about. She doesn't know how to do Hillary. Okay, interesting. I, I don't know if it, if anybody else see, sees it that way, but when I watch it, I don't like the way she portrays um, Hillary. And speaking of Sarah Palin, I don't know where I heard this, um, but uh, back in 2008, someone wanted Hillary to go and on attack Sarah Palin. She said, I will never attack Sarah Palin. You notice Hillary never went after Carly. She never went after, she doesn't go after women. Um, and, and, to her credit, and to her credit, Bernie Sanders' wife defended Hillary when Trump was attacking her as a woman. Interesting, Susie. I'm going to have to watch but, that again yeah, on Saturday watch that Night Live. Keep it closely. Just keep it close because it's, um, I don't like the way, um, I don't like this actress, but, but didn't um, Amy Poehler used to do Hillary, and she did a good job on Hillary. Okay, so it's, so it's not it's not poking fun at Hillary. It's who's doing it and it's how they're portraying her. And the writers okay. this time around, because I think they're for Bernie at Saturday Night Live. I could be wrong. All right, Susie, we'll have to look but into that. Call me out. again there from Texas. I used to live in Houston, and great folks in that Lone Star State. Thank you, Susie. Let's go to Washington with Logan next, line two. Hi, Logan. Good afternoon. Hello. Um... Hi, Logan. Um, so one reason I don't think that voting for Bernie is sexist to Hillary Clinton is because, um, well, as my mom said, um, if, if Elizabeth Warren were running, she would have voted for her. Oh, so I, is, I, so you're you're saying that if Elizabeth Warren were running instead of Bernie, people would still be voting for Elizabeth Warren that agree with what Bernie is putting out there because they're more in step uh, politically and and you know within the Democratic Party. Okay, yeah. we're out of time. Logan, thank you. Logan threw me off there. Was that Logan a girl or just young? I say that because when we're young, we kind of girls sound like boys, boys sound like girls, right? Uh, anyway, except me. I've always sounded like a boy. <laughs> or Lauren Bacall back in the day. 
Anyway, I'm Leslie Marshall. Uh, thank you to Steve Trippi who sat in for Marky Mark Grimaldi today and does tomorrow as well. Thank you to Andrew and all of you for joining us. I hope you'll join us tomorrow. I'll be on Happening Now, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, and then I'll be here 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on the only True Democracy and Talk Radio. We'll have more great conversations tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. 